Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Joining us now is promised on the Boardwalk Honda Hotline, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Scoop B. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Scoop B. Brandon Robinson, basketball insider. He was in Chicago all weekend. He's also one of the most in-plugged-in men in all of the basketball scenes. So we're glad to have him now on the Boardwalk Honda Hotline. How you doing, my friend? Um, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. I'm still in Chicago. I'm actually in the green room getting ready to do some television. But I, I realized something. You said 2.30. It's one thirty here. I was like, wait, I'm, I'm getting adjusted to this. But <laughs> I, I, you kind of saved me. Uh, Lorenz Tate just walked in here, and he's actually taping before me for this show on Fox and going in with you guys. So it's always a pleasure to talk with you guys. Thanks for having me. Well, I appreciate you jumping on and making some time. Let, let's first start, though, with I want to get your impression of the weekend because for those of us watching on TV, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday, there was an energy coming through the television. There was... It felt like the entire weekend, this was energy-wise, entertainment-wise, this may have been the best NBA All-Star weekend of at least the last 20 to 30 years. It was exciting, and I think it was exciting for a lot of reasons. Number one, um, for a guy like myself who you know who fell in love with the game of basketball in 1991, my dad is from the west side of Chicago, so... You know, um, you know, it, for me personally, it was a full circle moment just to be here covering, you know, the, the festivities and everything that's going on. But I think bigger than that, um, you know, it's the it's the house that Michael built, and Michael's the guy Kobe looked up to, the late Kobe Bryant, uh, who passed away a few weeks ago in a tragic uh, a helicopter accident along with seven other people, including his daughter, which would make eight. But uh, I, I think in this instance, um, it, it was a new energy, if you will. I mean, I think you really saw the old guard. Like, it's crazy to think LeBron is the old guard, and you're entering into a new space with the Trey Youngs, the the Zion Williamses, the you know the the the, the all of the new blood that's coming into the NBA, um, and even Devin Booker getting an appearance this year. And you know, after you know, you know uh, Damian Lillard got hurt, but I think there was just an energy that was there, um, as you said, um, just resonating because. You know, we're still in the basketball world mourning the loss of Kobe Bryant, one of the greats. And um, 
you know, you, you got to pay homage. I mean, even when you look at the city of Chicago at large, it was very well represented. Even though Kanye West did not perform, I'm told Kanye was actually supposed to perform. He had a suite. And uh, he was supposed to do some things, and then the last minute he pulled out a league, so shared with me this afternoon. Um, but what I can share with you is that, you know, you had common, you had Chance the Rapper. It was just all of the right things hitting at the right time. And, you know, it was, a, it was a, and then there was a game. Uh, the target score was 157, and Anthony Davis missed the first free throw, made the second, and here we are. Uh, Team LeBron won the game last night. Yeah, outside of the guys on the court, I, I felt Common won the weekend, hands down, because the, the, the guy the guy is, is, a ling, is a linguistic maestro. He's incredible. So I felt having him in that situation was totally perfect. Uh, you know, when you look at also the weekend, it felt like all the players, like, you know, Billy over here, he talked about how he was, he walked away satisfied watching the game. You know, the felt like the players were also satisfied after that game last night as well, Brandon. So you were garbled a little bit, garbled a little bit, but from what I heard, I did hear you say that Common won the weekend, which I think is true. Um, and I'll add um, that I just think that there was a Chicago spirit that was nostalgic, um, that was worth paying in, attention to leading into. And, and with the game I'll add, I, I think the one – I was talking to David Aldridge uh, after the game last night, and one thing we both touched and agreed on is that game actually made folks play defense. Um, many people complain about defense being a thing. Uh, in the NBA All-Star game, guys were actually playing hard. Yep. The, re the refs were restraining from giving technical fouls. And, uh, you know, because guys wanted to win. And, I mean, everybody wins, even from the perspective of a charity getting anywhere from 100000 to $300,000. Um, the only thing missing was Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. He gets a car. <laughs> she gets a car. Everybody gets a car. Like, Literally everybody won over the weekend, you know, even with the, 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 the kids that were there from the local area that were sitting in the stands. We had red shirts, blue shirts, everything, what have you. And then, you know, I'll also add this. Um, I, I was a fan of – I was with Allen Iverson, local guy in this area, uh, at the Mitchell and S brunch. And, uh, you know, he and I talked after, and, he, you know, he was rocking a, a Kobe Bryant number eight uh, Mitchell and S uh, jersey. And he had on the white and purple Kobe edition um, Kobe Bryant – well, Allen Iverson question sneakers. What a great way to tribute uh, one of the greats. It, it was very much Kobe-infused. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm, as, a, as a, an ambassador for basketball myself, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very pleased with the way that the league handled uh, this weekend. Brandon Robinson joining us here on the Boardwalk on the Hotline on 97.3 ESPN. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Scoopy. That's Scoopy on Twitter for all your basketball insight. So looking now ahead to after the All-Star break, you know, teams like the Sixers, the Lakers, how much of that energy from the All-Star break can be carried into the final 27-plus games of the regular season? Well, I'll add before I answer your question, I thought it was pretty funny and interesting that uh, 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 Ben Simmons got a block or a steal off of uh, Joel Embiid, and they yeah. weren't teammates in that instance <laughs> in that All-Star game yesterday. Was that a block or a steal? I it was a steal. Okay. It looked almost like a block. He was so far up. But, you know, I, I think that when you look at the Sixers, I spoke with Tobias Harris last week. And, um, you know, he talked – I asked him who was their biggest competitor. And he told me that, you know, they're their own competitor. Um, and, I, and I think that um, that was a true statement. Um, I think, however, though, that when you look at the NBA's Eastern Conference, Milwaukee is the team to beat. He is, he's not necessarily going to say that, but that's the truth. Milwaukee is the team to beat. Uh, and, and, and I'll add – uh, you got teams like the Indiana Pacers, uh, who who are, are a dark horse team in the NBA's Eastern Conference. Uh, but when you look at the Sixers, um, you know I, I talked to Elton Brand um, last week actually, um, and we talked about um, championships. 
And he said some of the best advice that he received from a mentor was, you know, the city belongs to the fans and uh, their goal is championship uh, publicly and privately. That's what Elton Brand is talking about, I'm told. And, um, you know, his his heart is set on, you know, retaining Brett Brown for now. I know that that was a thing um, a couple of weeks ago. I remember being at the Sixers-Milwaukee Bucks game uh, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, when they announced his game and his name in the introductions, they were born him. You know, I think that uh, solidarity is definitely a thing that they're preaching. And I like the pieces that the Sixers added, Glenn Robinson the third. He comes from a Golden State Warriors uh, background. Uh, you know, he told me that Draymond Green really rubbed off on him during his time in, with the Warriors. And, you know, Alec Burks, you got all those guys that are trying to find their way within that, that, that Brett Brown offense. And I still think Philly is missing a veteran. And, you know, I'm all for Jamal Crawford. They could use him. David Fisdale said last week that the problem for the Sixers is not personnel. It's personalities. Do you agree with that assessment? Mm, yeah, but maybe not in a way that most people think. I think that when enough people start saying things in the media, people begin to believe them. Everybody believes or thinks that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons don't get along. And, you know, they don't have to be the best of friends. I think a lot of times people think players have to be the best of friends. And I think that, you know, when you look at a team like the Lakers, like those guys are actually friends. Uh, anybody you talk to on that, that I, that, and that I speak to, you know, on and off the record on the Lakers have shared, those guys are actually friends. There's like a group text going on. So comparatively with the sec, with the Sixers, excuse me, um, the Sixers, um, I don't think that it's a fair assessment to think that those guys don't get along. They're just a different personality, and that's okay. But I think what the Sixers are missing, uh, I think they're missing J.J. Redick and Jimmy Butler being gone. I think that's the problem. You literally signed uh, Tobias Harris, and you don't have J.J. or um, uh, uh, Jimmy. They're missing that. They need a veteran leader. Hey, Scoopy, this is Billy Schwein. Uh, Scoop, you know, you, you, it's not a requirement. It's, it's a luxury to be friends off the court. I understand that. But um, do you think that um, – and, it's, and, and you're, it's, it's about being professional, too, to be able to work together on the court. But do you think that they could get past their the, the two individuals, Embiid and Simmons, could get past it and, and, and you know, kind of – finally put it together and work or do you think that that's an impossibility or it's still it's a I think if the Sixers don't at least make it to the conference finals this year I think that those conversations that we were having last offseason could become a thing um, but I think right now um, I, I think this is the year to get it done because here's the thing I think this year uh, more than any other year there's such an unknown uh, of you know in years past I'll even exclude last year you look at the Warriors you look at the Cavs it was them every year of course LeBron went to the Western Conference and you know this year the Warriors are you know won't make it to playoffs which is likely um, but when you look at this year it's so up in the air it's not a foregone conclusion that the Lakers and the and the and the, um, and the and the Clippers could even one of those teams could even make it to the, into the West you know represent the Western Conference and the East is wide open but everybody assumes it's Milwaukee and I think early in the season everybody including Charles Barkley and Stephen A. Smith, for example, were saying, you know, that the Sixers could win it. But it seems like they're just missing something. I don't know what that something is. Uh, I, I think part of it is veteran leadership. I think part of it is um, Joel Embiid's um, 
ability to focus in the in the paint. Uh, at times, I think he's fallen in love with that jumper, and I think, but that's today's NBA culture. When I look at Joel Embiid, he reminds me of a hybrid between Chris Webber and Hakeem Olajuwon. He has Hakeem's footwork. He has Chris Webber's ability to dribble, to take anybody off the dribble, but also post up when he needs to. But I think at times, sometimes he has the height advantage, and he doesn't always exploit that on the offensive side against his defender. I think that with Ben Simmons, everybody focuses on his jumper. I think you can be a successful NBA player or a point guard without having a solid jumper. Jason Kidd struggled with a jumper for eight years before he had a solid one towards the end of his career when he won a championship. I think there's a lot of talk, and I think there needs to be less talk, more action, and just doing. But again, I still think Milwaukee is their biggest challenge. Hey, Scoop, do you think uh, having Joel Embiid and, and Ben Simmons at this at another All-Star game together and being around all these All-Stars, do you think it'll, that could rub off on them and, and you know make them realize that it's not just about th themselves? Well, I think, I think greatness uh, impacts greatness. Um, I think when you are a player and you, you're, for, in their example, with Embiid and, and Simmons and you're around LeBron James, you're around Kawhi Leonard, you're around – you know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like, you, you're around your peers. You're not around the 15th man or the 14th man or 13th man. Everybody's the man in their locker room. Why wouldn't you be inspired? I, I think I think greatness rubs off on greatness. I mentioned to you earlier that I was sitting with David Aldridge, and I told him a story of how he inspired me as a kid. And I told him about something he said to me when I was younger, having started my career young. And he remembered that. And I told him, man, you are somebody that I looked up to. Comparatively, when you look at Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and who they are with in that locker room, I'm sure you pick up trays. I'm sure you pick up little things that, you know, that carry over. Uh, you know, you look at a guy like Nikola Jokic, who, you know, who plays in the Denver Nuggets and who's arguably the Nuggets who get overlooked a lot because they're not the Clippers or the Lakers. You know, he hit a couple of key shots last night in the All-Star game. And, you know, he's getting he's getting love from LeBron and, 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 and Kawhi and, some, and Chris Paul, who Chris Paul played lights out in that game last night, too. To go back to your question, who could not be inspired by somebody you may have looked up to or someone you played in the AAU with? Iron sharpens iron. So I think that um, going and playing the last 27 games of the season, I think the Sixers are off to a great start because they're on a three-game winning streak. They beat Memphis. They beat um, they, they, they beat the Bulls. And then they beat the Clippers. And the, many people didn't think they would pull that off. So I think if they continue with that momentum from the All-Star game into the playoffs, Houston, we may have a problem. <laughs> he is the best follow on Twitter of all NBA Twitter, at Scoopy. You want to follow him for all of your NBA, basketball, Sixers, Eastern Conference, all the insights you need. It's at Scoopy on Twitter. Brandon, appreciate you making the time today. Gentlemen, thanks for having me, and I hope I was fair and balanced. I wasn't too hard on the Sixers. <laughs> Listen, we, we love the honesty. We yeah. always appreciate that, my friend. Yes, sir. Good to talk to you. Thanks for having me. Right, Thank you. Scoopy. Again, that's at Scoopy on Twitter. You want to follow him for all your basketball, NBA, Sixers. He's got it all covered there at Scoopy on Twitter. Scoopy Radio. Overtime. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.